1: Water is the coal of the future.
2: This is Cyrus Smith, an engineer who escaped from prison during the American Civil War and ended up on an island with four other castaways.
1: Tomorrow's energy is water that has been broken down by electric current.
2: Cyrus is not a real person, but a literary character. Readers know him as the protagonist of The Mysterious Island, a novel written by Jules Verne and published
1: in 1874. The elements of water thus decomposed, hydrogen and oxygen, will secure the Earth's energy supply for the foreseeable time.
2: Long before today's energy crisis, the French author had imagined the potential use of hydrogen as a fuel, and shared his visionary ideas through the words of his character. To honour his memory and make the most out of his scientific heritage, in 2018, the French city of Nantes, Jules Verne's birthplace, presented the first hydrogen riverboat that ever existed in France. Let's hop on it together. Surrounded by green trees, the small ferry connects the opposite banks of the river Erdra on the outskirts of the city. Thanks to the boat, we can easily go from the Nantes University campus to the public playground on the other side. However, do not board this ship if you're in a hurry. We're here to enjoy the journey. The sounds of the water, of nature, conversations, the noises of the city fading away. Saving time isn't crucial on this boat, Respecting the environment is. Thanks to the use of green hydrogen, the boat doesn't pollute. It's a zero-emission ferry. That's why you can't hear the sound of an engine either. How is that even possible, you might ask? Why don't we use this technology more often? Is hydrogen the solution to today's energy crisis? Welcome back to Euronews Tech Talks, the podcast delving into the digital, technological, and scientific landscapes shaping Europe. I'm your host, James Thomas. For the next three episodes, I'll walk you through a crucial but puzzling element that might revolutionize our energy system and political order hydrogen. What exactly is it? Is it truly Europe's fuel of the future? To what extent can it change our lives? Since the beginning of the war in Ukraine in February 2022, the energy crisis has led the European public debate. Among the possible solutions brought to the table is hydrogen, which gained momentum around the world. Many European leaders are talking about hydrogen these days, such as France's president Emmanuel Macron. He says we must also closely examine the deposits of natural hydrogen that could play a major role in producing this energy of the future. And here, Spain's Prime Minister, Pedro Sánchez, is citing green hydrogen as the most important energy project to modernise the country. In August 2023, Spain had already achieved a green hydrogen capacity of 15.5 gigawatts, an incredible result considering that the country had initially set a 2030 goal of four gigawatts. But what exactly is hydrogen? First discovered in 1766 by the British scientist Henry Cavendish, hydrogen is probably the most mysterious and intriguing chemical element in the universe. If you ever attended a chemistry class, you might recall it for being first on the periodic table, a big H with only one atom. It's odourless, tasteless and colourless, but highly flammable. And interestingly, it exists in nature as the result of reactions with other chemical elements and sources of energy.
3: Hydrogen is an energy carrier, so it is not an energy source.
2: This is Ad van Professor of Future Energy Systems at the Dutch University TU Delft.
3: So you have to make hydrogen from an energy source. And that energy source can be a fossil energy source, like natural gas, or coal, or oil but you can make it also from the renewable energy resources, for example from solar, sunlight.
2: Depending on the reacting fuel, you can have different types of hydrogens whose names are associated with colours. The grey one is produced by natural gases, the green from renewable energies, the black one from coal, the pink one from nuclear power and the blue one from carbon capture. The value of hydrogen is not only its capacity to create electricity, but also to transport and store it. But why would people even bother using hydrogen as an energy vector? Isn't creating energy enough?
3: There you need an energy carrier that can be easily transported and easily stored and also cheaply transported and cheaply stored. You can store large quantities of hydrogen, but you cannot do that with electricity.
2: All clear? No? Well, let's try to get rid of any doubts. Hydrogen is like that kid in high school that used to get along with everyone but still had that enigmatic aura, something mysterious surrounding him or her. In my school, that girl was Carol.
4: Hey James, how is it going?
2: Hey Carol, nice jacket. Just like Hydrogen, Carol adapted easily. She was a social chameleon with different styles and almost different personalities, depending on the people she was going out with.
4: Today I have football training, tomorrow I have guitar lessons, and the day after I have debate classes.
2: Does this carol ring any bells with you? Let's go back to science and hydrogen. The production methods differ depending on the color. Take the green hydrogen, the one used in Jules Verne's ferry in Nantes.
3: When you produce that the process, is called water electrolysis. You split a water molecule, H2O, into H2, hydrogen, and O2, oxygen. And then you capture the hydrogen.
2: Green hydrogen therefore has a clear advantage. It's sustainable.
3: Our energy system is fully based at the moment on fossil fuels. Today we want to get rid of all these CO2 emissions, the carbon dioxide emissions, and therefore we go to green.
2: On the other hand, grey hydrogen is produced using a method in which the methane contained in greenhouse gases reacts with high temperature steam, thus producing hydrogen. This is mostly used in the agricultural, pharmaceutical, and manufacturing sectors. But it has an evident disadvantage. Just like its primary energy sources, it's polluting. In 2022, making grey hydrogen caused about 830 metric tons of CO2 to be released worldwide, making up around 2% of the world's carbon emissions. Surprisingly, even though grey hydrogen made up 62% of global hydrogen production, the more environmentally friendly hydrogen production was still below 1%. This big difference makes you wonder, why is there such a gap?
3: But the problem with green uh, is, of course, that we don't have so much uh, solar and wind. eh? We have to install much, much, much more of uh, solar and wind and and hydropower and and all others. Then you see that the price of green uh, hydrogen is still higher than the price of grey hydrogen. So there is uh, still a a way to go. In
2: 2023, the average production cost of grey hydrogen was about $2.13 per kilogram. While the green one went up to $6.40. So, if green hydrogen is very expensive and grey hydrogen is very polluting, why is there so much hype around hydrogen? <coughs> to find out, we need to take a trip to Lorraine, a region in northeastern France on the border with Germany, very popular for its quiche and its cars. There, scientists have discovered hydrogen resources.
5: La région Lorraine est une ancienne région industrielle, donc qui est très connu, uh, historiquement.
1: Lorraine is an old industrial region. It is well known for its rich underground resources like salt, iron used for steel production over a thousand years, and coal. Coal was a crucial energy source in Lorraine. It replaced biomass and wood, boosting the region's wealth and supporting its industrial growth.
2: This is Jacques Pironon research director at France's National Centre for Scientific Research and professor at the University of Lorraine. Together with his colleague, Philippe de Donato, Pironon conducted a research project in the town of Folchevilliers. Population, slightly over 4,000 inhabitants. Historic landmark, a clay-coloured tower in the old mine built in the 1930s and closed almost 50 years later
6: projet a été financé par à la fois l'État, l'Europe et la région Grand Est.
0: The Regalor project was funded by the state, Europe, and the Grand Est region. It began in October 2018 and just ended on December 31st,
6: 2023. Its goal
0: was to assess potential methane resources in
6: coal seams.
2: Yes, you understood well. The Regalor project initially aimed to locate methane. A greenhouse gas with more than 80 times the global warming potential of carbon dioxide over a 20 year time span. Essentially,
1: it's one of the most polluting gases on our planet. Starting from 2022, we had in our possession this new probe called SISMOG.
2: SISMOG is an innovative gas measurement system. Developed by a team of French researchers in collaboration with the company SolExpert, it looks like a tube made of a waterproof and breathable fabric. It's pushed into the ground by a drill and extracts gases from
1: the underground water. We began testing it almost at the surface at a depth of 100 meters, and we were able to collect gases, but even at this deepness, we still detected traces of hydrogen.
2: Surprise, they didn't only find methane. The ground of Lorraine had been hiding another chemical element,
5: hydrogen. The second step was to
1: lower this probe even deeper to 600 meters. So when we reached a depth of 600 meters, we found a gas primarily composed of methane with a bit of nitrogen and some traces, about 1% of hydrogen. And the more they dig, the more hydrogen they could find. We went down to 800 meters and at that depth we observed an increase in the hydrogen content, reaching 4% of the mixture. As we continued lowering the probe, the hydrogen proportion kept rising. At the deepest point, 1250 meters, we found a concentration of approximately 20% hydrogen in the gas mixture. So, at the bottom of our drilling, 20% is hydrogen, 75% is methane and the remaining 5% is nitrogen.
2: Jacques and Philippe could not believe it. Thanks to their SISMOG technology, they were able to find a significant amount of hydrogen in France, and they were the first ones ever to discover that the concentration of hydrogen increases with the depth of the excavation.
1: So for us, it was a real surprise. It was something that had never been demonstrated before. Now,
2: after the initial explanation, you might be wondering what color of hydrogen was found in Lorraine, and this might surprise you even more: no green, no black, no blue, no gray. The hydrogen in Lorraine is pure white and often known as the golden or the native hydrogen
6: ne parlait d'hydrogène naturel.
2: A year and a half ago, no one was talking about natural
0: hydrogen. And well, there's this natural hydrogen, hydrogen directly produced by nature. It's a primary source of energy, meaning we extract it directly from the underground and we can use it directly as an energy source.
2: While the other types of hydrogen are produced from other gases or water, wind, carbon or nuclear cells, white hydrogen does not need another form of energy to be crafted. It comes from spontaneous and still rather understudied geological and chemical phenomena that happen underground. For this reason, white hydrogen can be cheap. This form of energy was first discovered in 1987 in the town of Burekabugu in Mali. A failed attempt to drill for water brought to the surface the golden hydrogen, currently used to provide electricity for the homes and shops of the village. Apart from Lorraine, white hydrogen has been found in other parts of France, like the Pyrenees, where the company Elios Aragon is developing a new production project in the northern Spanish province of Aragon. Similarly, other deposits of golden hydrogen have been found in Nigeria, Namibia, Australia and the United States, and Jacques Piranon looks forward to looking deeper into
5: it.
1: In Western Europe, we have geological systems that are somewhat similar to what we found here. We can find them in the Netherlands, Belgium and also in northern France. So, one of our future objectives is to try to see if what we discovered in Lorraine is also observable in these other regions.
2: And what if this research turns
6: out right?
0: If this mechanism is confirmed it would imply that the distribution of this energy on a global scale would be much more equitable and we wouldn't be heading towards a model where some countries have a significant advantage in energy production.
6: So you realise that
0: geopolitically this would be a major
6: upheaval.
2: But how far are we from seeing this geopolitical paradise come true? In 2022, just 8% of the global production of hydrogen came from Europe. This hydrogen accounted for less than 2% of Europe's energy consumption and was almost entirely produced from greenhouse gases – It was the polluting grey hydrogen. Actually, the whole idea of hydrogen being employed for energy matters is quite recent in the European Energy Framework.
4: It really started with uh, the Green Deal, so at the beginning of Ursula von der Leyen's term in 2019-2020.
2: This is Anna Hubert, a Brussels-based energy journalist working for the French media Context.
4: We realized that significant efforts were needed to decarbonize the energy mix of the European Union. This involved not only developing traditional renewable energies, but also investing in other technologies that were somewhat less mature, such as hydrogen.
2: Anna has a wide view of Europe's energy policy and guides us through the strengths and challenges that define it. She explains to us that the journey toward hydrogen becoming Europe's future fuel involves three different kinds of trains. You have the high-speed one, the one that can get you from Lyon to Paris in less than two hours, the financial support line.
4: There are several European funds now available to support investments in hydrogen.
2: Some European countries have invested a relevant amount of money in the hydrogen system. Spain and Germany are even expected to be within the top 10 leading countries in green hydrogen production by 2030. Similarly, the European institutions are financing green hydrogen programmes with specific investment funds and the €800 million worth Bank of Hydrogen. Money is there and is being employed to help companies experiment with hydrogen, efficiently and quickly, just like a high-speed train. The second train is the slowest one. This time, the journey from Lyon to Paris takes five hours because it stops at every tiny town along the way. This train is called the Legal Framework Railway.
4: In 2021, the European Commission proposed a regulation and a directive, which we called the Hydrogen Gas Package, to regulate this market. Following this proposal, there was a whole cycle of negotiation in the Parliament and the Council, resulting in the approval of the package in December 2023.
2: The EU hydrogen plan is a pivotal document for the continent's energy policy. Yet if we were on a train to the French capital, we'd still be at Macon, 70 kilometres from Lyon.
4: We are currently defining these types of hydrogen, and for now, we're not excluding anything. So far, the EU defined last year what green hydrogen is, with very strict conditions. White hydrogen is not a term used in Brussels yet. The European Commission, in its legislative text, along with the Parliament and the Member State, does not make any mention of it.
2: Despite the economic enthusiasm, the legal framework is still trying to solve some key questions. Just like a slow train, it stops at every station and needs further time to get to the final destination. Between the high-speed and the slow trains, the puzzling questions often opt for the regional train, the one that connects Leon to the City of Lights in three hours. Have you ever hopped on one of those? It's a mess, right? Always crowded, quite messy, and undeniably loud. Lots of debates are on this train. From the most scientific ones regarding the white hydrogen...
3: At what depth is, is it? Uh, where is it exactly? How can we extract it at, uh, at reasonable cost?
2: To the most political ones, regarding the relationship between hydrogen and other energy sources.
4: Are we going to prefer this decarbonized hydrogen because it might be easier and faster to implement than green hydrogen? And has hydrogen been encouraged for its development because it is the cleanest, or are we discriminating between different energy sources? Are we going to produce hydrogen all in Europe, or are we importing it?
2: Luckily, we still have two episodes to disentangle these hydrogen-based issues. So, make yourself comfortable. The next episode of Euronews Tech Talks will keep us company during this journey. I'm your host, James Thomas. In the upcoming episode, I'll be engaging in a conversation with an expert in hydrogen. This episode is written by Alice Carnavali. The series is directed and produced by Marta Rodriguez Martinez. The theme music is by Leo Lebrun. Sound editing is by Guillaume Carol, and sound mixing is by Mathieu Duchenne. Our editor in chief is Ali Isan Aiden. If you aren't already, you can listen to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider leaving us a positive review and, of course, sharing it. Thanks for listening.